media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Welcome more to issues around uh, outdoor advertising. Let me tell you what's happened here, right? A few days ago, uh, I was in the privileged position of of, uh, being the program director facilitator for some proposed changes, uh, bylaw changes by the city of Johannesburg. And they're saying, and I mean, what do we say? Maybe Joburg, but I think it can be expressed around the country. They're saying there are issues around the the do's and don'ts of street pole ads and out-of-home advertising, uh, they do generate money from it, but there's do's and don'ts around that that they're not happy with and they're going to make some changes. That's the one part. There are also serious issues of many advertisers, brands, advertisers, who are putting up these billboards and they're doing so, billboards, street pole ads, and they're doing so illegally. And, and that's also a problem. And uh, to the point of over 70%, they claim of the billboards and street pole ads in our city, in this case Johannesburg, is actually illegal. That means it falls foul of the current law, which is a frightening prospect. And therefore, it's a lot of them, and they can't take money illegally. So that means there's a loss of revenue to the to the city, which has an impact in terms of rates and taxes uh, and service delivery. And you can cut and paste and copy and paste that across the country as well. So having been part of the workshop, and I must emphasize it as a workshop with regards to... Um, uh, proposed changes uh, in terms of bylaws that took place uh, a few days ago. Helen Burtis was the CEO of uh, Joburg Property. She was there. We're not talking to her today. Maybe we'll talk to her next week. We thought, you know what, there are certain things happened. I have my views, but very importantly, since it does impact on people and their business of doing their business in the outdoor advertising space. Let, let's get the thoughts of an industry stakeholder. And uh, my guest today, therefore, is Joylene Kamthile. Uh, Mahanetsa, who's the CEO, the founder of OutSmart Outdoor Advertising. Joylene, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Good seeing you again after being very articulate uh, the other day at the workshop. <laughs> and it's been noted, right. First of all, when you were invited to attend that workshop, w- what were your thoughts about it and why did you go? This is before you actually attended. My thoughts about it was that uh, it was a positive move that um, City of Johannesburg also thought about us and the entire stakeholder within the Arofom space, including Artlines and some of our eight agencies. So I, my thought was that is a positive move, whereby I can also have an input so that uh, whatever that the city ultimately decide on, you know, they have taken into consideration where we're coming from as a sector, so that uh, the final draft is inclusive, it works for the city, mm. but it also works for our industry as well. Did you, did you not also feel that, goodness, whatever changes they want to make to their advertising bylaws will only serve one purpose, which is to clamp down on what we can't, uh, what we can and can't do, which actually means they're going to do it to serve their interests as opposed to your interests. And that's not good for business. Yeah, obviously, uh, that was a thought at the back uh, of the mind, because you also don't want to have something that also tends a negative perception of our sector because our advertising our clients do have options. So if the perception is that uh, it's a bit difficult to do business with outdoor because we don't comply with regulation or things are all over the place, they've got various other media options to opt for, which is the reason why we had to go there to ensure that whatever the city does, mm. their output should be positive for continuity for our business and also for a favorable city for the rest of the public. All right. So having attended and both of us were there, what, what for you were the key takeouts that emerged from, from that workshop? The key takeouts was that um, uh, there was also an Indaba last year that mm. was also facilitated by JPC. For me, as an SMME, you know, 
uh, it was quite comforting to mm-hmm. know that uh, the city did take into account some of our input that we had given uh, as SMMEs, you know, given the difficulties of uh, getting grip into the space. And those were also reiterated at, uh, at the talk. And the takeout was that the city did, ultimately when we all attended uh, the session, did indicate that uh, they are not in the game of shutting down businesses. It is important that we understand where they're coming from, that the city is just only not there to serve uh, the needs of only allowing outdoor operators to enjoy the public spaces of the city, but it's also there to also take into account the general community and public mm. that resides in the city of Johannesburg. So I think the takeout is positive because it's, it, everybody's got it. It's a democratic process. Okay, we'll, we'll talk transformation just now, right? But amongst the things they said is that there's too much clutter, that sometimes less is more because when you have less billboards, it allows you to charge more. But it does mean... And that's what they're trying to push for, right? Would you, would you support that? Not entirely. You know, in some instances, less is more. But we all know that bigger is better. So it's a combination of both. As long as uh, whatever they decide on ultimately gives us a balance. We also work in the space that we know that clients thrive on options. You know, some clients would opt for, for lesser and some clients would also opt for bigger, you know. So there needs to be a striking of the balance mm. of the they, they are saying that there's, there's too much clutter. It irritates the, the residents of, those, you know, of, of a particular city. Uh, and, and if there's five adverts uh, from different companies, they tend to see none of them. But if there's just one advert and, and that person's paying enough for all five, then you're bound to focus on the one. You know, is that not a fair point? It is a fair point, but at the same time, uh, it's how you manage it. You know, anything can be managed to make sure that uh, there is harmony between the two. And part of that latter, I would say, it's not necessarily emanating from the industry per se, you know. One of the good things that actually I think uh, was a positive out of this workshop is that for the first time, the two departments that regulates advertising in the city or that operates our deal with us as stakeholders are aligning. Because what you found and, and that they are just confirmed, they are? They are Johannesburg Property Company, right. who is almost like uh, the real estate for the city, they lease out land, they mm-hmm. lease our spaces where we put up our billboards. Then you've got the regulatory side of the city, which is the planning that deals with all the bylaws and making sure that we do comply with how we go about putting up those billboards, you know. So that was also contributing towards the clutter because the one would give you rights. And then <laughs> once you're sitting with those rights, the one is saying something else, you know. So I think that now that we're all working together as partners, you know, the, the, the real estate uh, side of the city, the planning, and they're also including the stakeholders, it can only work for the betterment of us because we are all in it for the okay. win. They, they also said, uh, and, and you know Helen Burt is the CEO of, of JPE, said that about 75% of the current outdoor uh, props are, are illegal. That means, you know, they, 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 they're wrongly constructed uh, and, and therefore they're not paying for it because the city is, is not obliged to to receive money for something that's illegal. What are your thoughts? That's an incredible number. Yeah, incredible number, you know. And they further also said that 90, almost 90% of the billboards that they have in their own city are sitting in the hands of two to three bigger operators, mm-hmm. you know, who have been operating for 50 odd years, you know. 
Unfortunately, I, I cannot comment much on that because I'm not sure about are they getting paid, they're not getting paid. It's only the city that can actually uh, confirm that. But what, what are your thoughts about the illegality? They're saying that these things are illegal. That means, that means virtually the most of the industry are, are trading illegally. They're doing things. They're breaking rules and laws in putting up these posters on these billboards every single day in, in the city of Johannesburg. My thoughts is that I cannot condone illeg- illegality. You know, it is totally unacceptable for anybody to be operating illegal operations. And it will also be irresponsible of the city to be also receiving income from illegally operated infrastructure. But I think uh, the, the most positive thing is that going forth, and uh, I'm quite confident that it was not just only from those who were opportunistic to put those up illegally. There's also been loopholes on how the, the, the regulatory part of things had been operated. And also what the city had, hap- what had happened in the past, you'd find that bylaws kept on changing and evolving. And then as a result, a site that used to be legal five, ten years ago, when the new bylaw is passed, becomes illegal. But you find it on the one hand, the outdoor operator who had put up that site legally the first time around, they are sitting with 20-year lease or so. Mm. So when that new bylaw is passed in the middle of a lease, what do you do? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because it was not a So result. you can't break existing agreements exactly. if you've changed you know, the laws, yeah. which is interesting. But, but they also said, and I want to get your thoughts on this, that <coughs> once these bylaws have been uh, enacted in, in terms of law in a few months' time, they're talking about, I think, August, September, so it's imminent, um, then one of the th- ways of punishing people who continue to do things illegally is by uh, by, by charging them a higher r- rates in taxes punishment. So if they're operating on a certain space, or if not them, then even the client who's allowing them to use that space will be charged extra because they are aiding and abetting something that's illegal. Your thoughts on that? Uh, terrifying. <laughs> Uh, but we're hoping that because uh, this is an inclusive pr- uh, process, I'm not as worried uh, because the city did say that um, they would work hand in hand with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it would be very important that all of us as a sector, uh, we, we, we do participate because it's in all in our interest. And those who are not complying make their way back to the city to find ways in which they can still operate their businesses and it becomes a harmonious thing. So I think it's, a, it's an engagement uh, process and I think for the first time, you know, people have always been intimidated thinking that the city is just only there to regulate and having no interest in the sustainability of the industry. But mm. I think I came out of that conference thinking that uh, there's a balance. Just keep engaging. Uh, there was a public participation whose due date for our input was this past Friday. And I'm hoping as many of us did give our input so that it can be taken into account so that um, it works for all of us. Well, let's hope so too, absolutely. What, what about uh, the, the other part is transformation. Uh, you made the point there's two, three major ma- players. So it's not just about skin color in terms of South Africa, but also just one or two companies that dominate the entire industry. What, is your, what are your thoughts about what should change there? What should change there is that um, um, the city of Joburg can play a pivotal role in working the talk on this transformational agenda because uh, their city is the most sought after, as we know, that is the heartbeat mm. Uh, mm. of the country. And that's where you get a lot of economically active uh, consumers and people that buy into products and services and brands. So it was encouraging that the city does recognize that uh, there's been a lack of transformation in terms of right acquisitions. And, and women in, city. in particular. Women right. in particular. You know, um, I think I'm, I'm not aware of any other woman operator well, within the space because um, 
I haven't seen such. So it was quite encouraging that they touched on that. But um, having said so, I don't think the value chain only emanates from the city. You know, you work in the media space. You know who called the shots. Yeah, you know, it's the entire value chain. It's all stakeholders from advertisers, advertising agencies. Who owns advertising agencies in this country? Radical and advertising transformation. Exactly Something along that line. Let's get, let's get a call. Cornelia uh, is always from Mangaungu chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf, and uh, this is Jolene that side. Thank you. Yeah, Ashraf, the, the, I think that, that approach that uh, the city of Trubek took, it's helpful. It's helpful in a sense that I'm listening to Jolene. Jolene mm. says the, the, there are a number of uh, stakeholders within the city itself, the land use, those who are dealing with property, and all those directors have to talk to each other because Sometimes, obviously, the operators or people in the space getting, are getting frustrated as to who to talk to and so on. So that, for me, that workshop says all the role, role players within the city itself and the operators, it means the people who are mm. into the advertising industry must come together and come. Because, look, as much as they are having their own issues, we find that the city has got its own issues in terms of uh, operationally. Uh, deal with uh, the outdoor advertising space. Mm. But what is also interesting, quickly, uh, 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 Ashraf, is that the, the the bylaws have to evolve because today you are talking about your electronic uh, screens that you see on the roads and all that, but you also have issues that are related to to the transformation of which I know that people like your children have been in the space and they still have to fight and confront the giants in the space and who are mm. actually, most of the time, engaged into the illegal activities, issues that they are relating to, issues of leases that were signed some 20, 25 years back. Yeah. So, so okay. it, was, it was quite encouraging. All right. Thank you, for, thank you for that. But you're absolutely right, because I think also one of the uh, delegates at the, at the workshop also made the point that sometimes for, for out of home, their biggest enemy is not just themselves. They are challenged by what happens in social media. They need to respond and, and respond very, very creatively. Let's uh, join in just one last thought. What do you want to see happen next? What I'd like to see happen next is that obviously concurrently with um, uh, involved, uh, being uh, given an opportunity to partake in giving input with the, the bylaws, you know, we'd like to see uh, the city taking that lead in transformation. Because at the end of the day, the very sad bylaws that they're setting would only be regulating three or four companies. There are no major SMMEs that are represented and uh, would like to be given that opportunity that... Uh, we can also play our part because we're pretty much capable and we can also contribute towards our lovely city. And, and the big message is you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're black and you're a woman in particular, more so, goodness, get into, but no, get into the advertising, outdoor advertising industry because they are saying they want to do business with you. Let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time.